Cypher 20. Welcome to another episode of the 20 for 20 podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast all about 20 time projects. 20 time projects are creative, self-directed, independent projects where the students in my high school classroom get a chance to just investigate their own passions and interests to come up with their own creative project along the lines of something that they've already been interested in or something that they've already been doing and want to do something a little more creative with it, do something with it, and maybe turn it into something that they want to continue doing for a long time. We've got a good variety of guests on today's show from throughout the school day. There are just a couple of notes from the top that I want to touch on. First, I just want to establish again this podcast and another podcast that I've started. I'll talk about that more at the end of the episode. But these these shows are part of my own 20-time project. I'm trying to do a project alongside my students. So, number one, that I can in- engage in my own creative passions and interests. I've listened to podcasts for a long time. It's always something I've wanted to try. But I want to do that to kind of model and lead by example that we may not always have all the answers, but it is worth it to go out and pursue those things that we're just passionate and interested in. I think it's a great goal to have for all of us to have something that we're always striving toward. Another thing that I want to mention is that this podcast is getting recorded at a school, an active school during a school day when my students are taking the time away from their projects for just a minute to speak with me about what they have going on. Everybody that I speak to each week I think has a great project and a great idea, really wide diverse interests and I just want to get those ideas out there to let you know what these students are capable of. But I say that to say you will hear school noises. Uh, You'll hear the bell, you'll hear doors closing, you'll hear people in the background. So we're going to make up for the audio quality with just the really good, engaging, interesting ideas that these students have come up with. Another thing I want to note is uh, I ask the students every week, what are you learning about yourself through this project? Uh, One thing I've definitely learned about myself is that while I'm interested in podcasting, I really need to work on my podcasting voice. Uh, My students could tell you, anybody could tell you, really, I'm aware of it, that I have a really monotonous, dry voice. And sometimes when you get on a roll, you you revert back to those habits that you have when speaking. I try to be enthusiastic and a little more varied in my in my tone and things like that in class and sometimes it doesn't happen but on a podcast especially that's really noticeable so I am trying actively to go back and make sure that I can be a little bit more entertaining and not uh, sound so dry because again that's just that's just my voice but I'm learning every day uh, through editing and, and making the right choices as far as you know getting rid of errors and mess up. So I'm learning too. And I just want to make that, that clear from the top that this is, a, this is a work in progress. Again, I just want that to be an example as a creative project. That's the goal. Not just to come up with something creative to show what you can do, but to reflect on what you're learning. So I wanted to share those notes as well. That's enough about my project. Let's get to what the students are working on. All right, so today I've got Casey and Sophia. We're going to talk about y'all's 20-time project. So go ahead and just tell me what the focus of your project is. Um, The focus of our project is we're gathering information about crime cases that we found interesting, and then we're going to sit together and record our projects to each other, and then we'll get each other's reactions to it. Okay, so each of you is going to go away and investigate your own true crime, right? Yes. And then neither one of you is going to know the details of the other person's project. I think that is really cool. What gave you, what inspired you to do this? What motivated this project? Well, I'm not an overly talkative person, 
and so I kind of wanted to do a podcast to begin with and we're both really into like true crime and kind of murders and like the interesting stuff in psychology and so we decided that we would get together and do a podcast featuring different true crime stories and even the ones that are less popular. What gave you the idea to each of you do individually your own research and then kind of surprise the other one? I don't know. It was just like a spur of the moment idea, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just interesting if we did do our own cases and then we would like, I guess, report back to each other about them. Mm-hmm. So we could catch like a raw reaction instead of both of us doing the same pro- like the same case. Like already knowing yeah. the details. I do think that's cool to hear. I know we've talked about it before. There's other podcasts where they do that kind of format, but you can tell the other person really does know mm-hmm. the details. And so it's not as authentic, like you said, that raw reaction. Uh, what kind of progress have you made so far? Uh, we are about to record right after this, our first episode. And I think we both have stories to do. And I don't know her story and she doesn't really know mine. So we're about to do that. Very cool. Do you have a name, a title? We've thrown some out there, but... (laughs) We cannot figure one out. Not yet. That's okay. So I'll be sure to follow back up on here when uh, y'all do have a title, especially when you've got one out there that people can listen to in that way. Maybe some people can check that out. What have you learned so far through this process, whether it's anything you've learned about editing or researching or just maybe anything that you didn't expect to learn but has been a challenge or something you've had to overcome so far? For me, a challenge was when researching and trying to put it all together in a way that I could explain it the case in my own words and it was very challenging to try to put that together that makes sense we can you know we watch the news or we read about it or we we listen to podcasts and we think uh, you know we don't really stop to think about what the process looked like behind the scenes but to do it ourselves and think what kind of organization do I want to do here and how do I make this my own yeah that's that's interesting what about you Casey for me it was the smaller cases that are to me the most interesting but nobody really knows about them that mm-hmm. much it's finding the true details that aren't just hearsay or like putting all the details together that you see on one side but you don't see on another trying to figure out and background checking if it's accurate or not mm-hmm. is that important to you to focus on cases that maybe don't get as much attention yes to me it yes. is because a lot of times those cases either involve like small minorities or children Mm -hmm. and to me that's a big thing because those cases don't get talked about because they're overlooked just Mm -hmm. by the fact that they're not as big as Jeffrey Dahmer or Ted Bundy but it's still as important as those killings. That's a great point. It's just as important. Like those people's stories need to be told. And that's why people like true crime. I think, like you said, there's a psychology aspect of it. And we want to know, like sometimes it's just the details are so shocking that we're just like, how could this happen? But to also tell the story of those people that may not get as much traction or as much popularity, I think is really important. So is there anything else that you want to share about your podcast or what your, what are, what are your goals going forward? What do you want to do next? I'm just, I think we're just kind of winging it at this point, trying yeah. to get a feel of things. I'm ready to get started and ready to get out there because I've listened to other true crime podcasts mm-hmm. and I'm ready to get my own out there. I think that's what's fun about these kind of projects. Like we are winging it. You know, we don't necessarily mm-hmm. know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I just know what I need to try to accomplish right now. We just figure it out as we go. So I appreciate y'all taking the time to uh, talk to me. I'm gonna let I'm gonna go and actually let them record their first episode now. So I'm gonna get out of the way. But I appreciate you guys talking to me. Bye, bye.
Okay, now I'm talking with Tanner about his 20-ton project. Tanner, go ahead and tell us what your project is. So my project is a sports trivia card game, and basically it's just different trivia cards about uh, different sports. Okay. What inspired you to do this project in particular? Well, I've always loved sports. I've always liked knowing all kinds of different things about sports. I think I know a bunch of just cool little facts and I wanted to share it and make it into a trivia code game. I think, you know, that's such a like a cool little niche, like unique idea. Is it more statistical information or is it more just interesting information about those people? It's really a mix of both. There's uh, there's some things that are stat, like who's got the most home runs in baseball, but then there's also cool little things like what stadium has the highest elevation in baseball. Okay, very cool. Is it So is it specifically baseball or is it all sports? I'm looking on baseball right now, but I'm looking to expand it into all sports to where each of them has different card game, like baseball is grouped up in one, and then football is grouped up in one, and then basketball is grouped up in Very cool. So, like, different themed decks, mm-hmm. I guess. And, like, are these – what kind of progress have you made? Are, they, are you making physical cards, or, or how far have you gotten into your project? Right now I'm just still working on the design. I've explored options of, like, how I can make them, and I think – there's this one thing that I found that makes cards, and I can just make a prototype of it, and hopefully by the end I'll have a prototype. So. Oh, wow, that would be really cool. Have you thought about, like, the rules of the game, or is it just you get questions correct, you get points, or how's that going to work? Well, I think I'm going to do, like, a one-on-one, like, you see the question, and then whoever answers it first gets a point, oh, okay. and then there might be some cards that are worth more than others and I like that yeah just changing up the difficulty yeah. oh yeah I like that a lot that makes it where more you know maybe different levels of sports fans can play mm-hmm. I feel like in doing this project what have you learned maybe about yourself and it doesn't even have to be about the skills that you've learned or how to edit and things like that but just what have you learned through doing the project uh well I've learned I can do a bunch of things on, on the computer I didn't know about yeah. this like a whole new dimension of like learning how to make stuff and like putting it all together and it all coming in as one it just made me realize like that all the different businesses out there what all they go through oh yeah definitely that's that's one of the takeaways that i've wanted for y'all to have in this project is number one y'all going to come up with things that i never could have thought of for you and i'm glad that y'all got to pick your topics but to go through this process of there's no way that you already know the answers to these questions and you don't even know the questions you're going to ask until you start and then you've got to go out and figure out how to make it work so is there anything else that you want to say about this project so far maybe the goals you have going forward or anything like that uh well i've really enjoyed this project it's something cool and unique like and i feel like a bunch more teachers can do it because it just it makes you think outside of the box hopefully by the end of the project i'll have like a end goal and possibly a business yeah oh yeah for sure i think you've got an idea here that that could sell at least you know just a little Mm -hmm. you know side thing for sure well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. I'm gonna, I think everybody's going to be excited about hearing this. All right, thank, thank you. you. All right, for my last guest this week, I'm talking with Eva. And Eva's going to tell us a little bit about her project. So uh, what is the topic, what is the focus of your project? My focus is I'm making bandanas for dogs, uh, which include all my profit I get. Uh, 20% will go to the Red Fern Animal Shelter in Dresden. What inspired that idea? It was just, have you always loved animals and just that idea to give back or, or what made you want to do that? 
basically, um, I hate seeing dogs in distress in general. Um, I've always had a love for animals and want to help them whenever I can. Why bandanas? Well, I knew how to sew when I was 10. I learned how to. And I've always had a uh, wanting to do crafts and stuff, mm -hmm. and it's fun. And to incorporate it with helping dogs out just worked. Yeah, taking something that you already knew how to do, kind of a skill or a passion you already had, and then to accompany that with... That passion for animals, I think, is really cool. Just that's that is the goal of these projects: is to take something you're already interested in, you already know you like, and just find a way to do something creative with it. What kind of progress have you made so far? Well, um, <laughs> I've made a Facebook page. I have at least made like 20 bandanas in advance. And they're flying off the shelves. <laughs> yes, already gone <laughs> crazy on Facebook. But yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the like the patterns or, or the uh, the make itself? Like, how did you go about doing this? Uh, so basically, my nana helped me plan this out because she was the one that taught me how to sew. We looked up videos on how to start it off, and basically, you just <laughs> it's a lot considering you need a sewing machine. If you don't, you don't need to freehand these. Mm -hmm. Just cutting out the patterns the inches the fabric itself what kind of fabric and what kind of like what are they going to look like i guess what okay. what looks have you developed so far so what patterns i have are seasonal ones some look like falls i have some tennessee ones um i'm gonna make some camo ones let's see what else i have i'm gonna make christmas ones i'm gonna do a lot of themes i mean holiday ones and some different stuff like some have like dog stuff on them, like bark, stuff like that. Can't even think of all the rest. I think what you and I both like about this project is it's something that you can keep doing even mm -hmm. after the project is over in class. But I think you've seen already, like, it's a popular idea. Mm -hmm. And the seasonal thing is really going to be where people will keep coming back, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, what have you learned about yourself so far? If it's not even that the, the skills that you've had to develop, but what have you learned about yourself or challenges that you come up against that maybe you didn't expect? Basically, time management. If I'm done with homework, I need to do that, or just taking it one at a time and not rushing it. You learned a little bit about marketing yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, a lot, actually. <laughs> Um, that's, I didn't understand any of that until like this past week, especially how to get myself out there and like explain my product. Yes, for sure. You know, that's another outcome. I've talked about it with everybody that's come on. I, one thing I like about doing these projects is that myself included, I'm doing my own project and there's problems that come up that I didn't even expect I'd have to answer that question. And I think you've said that a lot. I, mm -hmm. You said today when you walked in, I'm having to answer questions that I don't even like, I didn't even know I had to ask. And I think that's a really cool outcome of this project. Is there anything else that you want to say about 20 time or your project or your goals going forward? Anything else that we'd want to know? Just hope to keep doing it for a little bit longer than yeah. I expected to. So, yeah. Okay, very cool. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about your project, but good luck with everything. Thank you. I want to throw in one more note about Eva's project. Her side project is called Precious Bandanas. Uh, she's making bandanas for dogs, and she's named her business after her own dog, Precious. And so you can check out her Facebook page named after the business, Precious Bandanas. We alluded to it in her interview that I had shared her Facebook page from my page throughout this week, and she's already gotten several hits on that. So if you do engage with that business, which I encourage you to, just keep in mind that Eva is a high school junior with lots of things going on, but she would be excited to have your interest and for you to know more about her project. 
That's going to do it for this episode of the 20 for 20 podcast. I want to thank Casey and Sophia and Tanner and Eva for sharing their time with me and sharing their ideas for their projects. Uh, These kids are coming up with things that are so inspiring to me, and I'm so glad that they were able to come up with their own ideas because I'd never be able to come up with those things for them to do if if I had to tell them what projects to choose. It's a great idea to have your students and just for any of us to pursue those creative interests and passions that we have. So before I go, I want to remind you that this podcast is part of the Across the Top podcast network. You can check out our other shows. From the Top is hosted by me, where I go through and just encounter as many different first new experiences as I can and use the first thing to to rate and review what I keep doing that thing, what I keep going back. We also have Yanks Across the Pond, hosted by my friend Andrew Fisher, who explores the different American soccer players that are playing for the biggest clubs around the world. So lots of things going on with the Across the Top podcast network. Be sure to tune in next week to see what other exciting and new creative projects my students are working on.